I, I did too. I just had a ham and cheese sandwich for lunch. Whoa! A little mustard just, on it. What kind of what kind of flavored ham? Just a, just an oven roasted. Yeah, I what peppermint? What, they flavor hams? What are you talking about? I don't know. There's like honey ham. There's smoked ham. Oh, oven de- baked ham. Definitely wasn't a honey ham. Smoke? Oh, yeah. Did it have a smoky flavor? I don't think so. No, it just tasted like ham. <laughs> like a boiled ham, like a domestic ham. Boil boiled ham. I don't think I've ever had boiled <laughs> <Yeah>. ham. <laughs> you probably have. You probably that, have. Is so I, like, I used to work in a deli, so that's yeah. But like, what is it? So like, you boil the ham and then you mash. It's like mashed ham, like mashed potatoes. Uh, no, I'm sure that's that's an option. I mean, there's always ham salad. That's that's kind of mashed. That's a good point. Just, yeah. Then it's just mayonnaise. Is that, is that strictly a, a United States thing? Oh, I don't know. You, you, just, you just, like, tear apart meat and add mayonnaise, and then it's salad? I don't know. Is that anything? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it is. Just... No, but, uh, you know, we're different different ham loaves. You know, you just open up, and, and there's just, like, a pink giant rectangle of ham. I think that was just a boiled ham, you know, whereas we also had oven roasted ham which was like had a glaze on it and then clearly it was baked because the outside was like crispy you know yeah i think this ha- i think this i think my ham had a crust so it was probably <laughs> baked you had some crusty ham okay that's good yeah i just that's had good. some old crusty ham mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. inside some moldy bread yeah with some nice dry flakes of mustard on it you know like it gets stuck around the rim i just <laughs> i just scraped that yeah. off you know that's where the flavor is yeah, you collect a bunch of empty mustard bottles and yeah. scrape sc- sc- the crust around the end. Okay. Yeah. De- dehydrated right. mustard is really yeah. it's all the rage it's, in rich white people circles. It's kind of fancy. You probably haven't heard of it yet, but me and Martha no. Stewart were pretty tight. So. <laughs> I don't want to go off on a, on a tangent, but uh, I watched a recent episode of Shark Tank and Slice of Sauce was on there looking what? for money. Looking yeah. for money? How recent yeah. was this episode? Um, this is the latest season. And I watched it two weeks ago, maybe on Hulu. So, Shit. Yeah. They're we've, still they're still pre-revenue, they're saying. But we, we've had some. Yeah, we've had some. We we covered that years ago. Yeah. They still can't get off the ground. I wonder why <laughs> it was. Yeah. People are probably just scraping up the crusty mustard and mayonnaise off the rim. Don't need it. Don't need the whole slice. <laughs> what a terrible, stupid product. Yeah. All right. Well, we're so cutting edge, Jeff. We yeah. Talk about trend setting. Yeah, we beat Shark Tank to it. That's crazy. Yeah. Take that, Mark Cuban. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but take it. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Getting an early start. I'm done with work for the day. So we don't That's need good. to tell we don't need to tell people what time we're recording. But I'm done with work for the day, so <laughs> crack it open a cold one. Crack it open. Cutting edge, damn. That's yeah. so. Do you think then at some point one of these movies that we've done is going to get franchised? And I'm absolutely. You and I had better see residuals on this, okay? Oh yeah, especially if they use any of our Jurassic Park ideas. They definitely will. So <laughs> let's just keep keep an eye on Mark Cuban. Right, mm. if I read you correctly, yeah. if I understood your yeah. reference, watch him. Yeah, keep it, eyes on Cuban. Oh, yeah. Nope, I don't like how that sounds. 
the uh, oh, let's just drop it. Wow, yeah, that, guy, that guy planned ahead with his last name. Yeah, yeah look out, look out. Um, that's why he's on top of the Shark Tank world. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, not not to spoil that episode, but we we've we've contri- we've given more money to slice of sauce than any of the sharks in Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're ahead of the game again, Cuban. Yeah. Mark, excuse me, Mark Cuban. I, yeah, I don't know. Head of the his game friend, again. His, no. his friends probably just call him Mr. Cuban. You know, the big C. Yeah, <laughs> that's another one. Is it spelled with a C? Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, they call him that then. <laughs> let's do it. I mean, I mean, I, I liked your energy of of getting right to it. Let's let's also get right to this. Watch this. Ready? All right. Hey, welcome to to Heads Up, Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. Um, you know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you know they know who you are too, yeah, Jeff. We're the slice. True. We're the slice of sauce guys. We reviewed it before Mark Cuban did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ground floor investors. Mm. Mm. And one day we'll get off the ground. I can't help but think if they had really developed our spaghetti uh, slice, spaghetti sauce slice, that um, they would be in supermarkets across the world by now. But they're still struggling. Yeah. I also remember that idea we had. <laughs> I also remember it. Did you just, do we, did, so was our idea you put it on top of the spaghetti after the spaghetti's done, like on the plate, and then just eat it, or? I think that would be um, pretty good, but I, I also like the idea of having spaghetti noodles in it. You know? Oh, was that what it was? But I'm pretty sure it was just the sauce and, like, whatever meat or vegetables that are in the sauce you should, typically. And then you just place it on top of the noodles. <laughs> you cut it. Like a sauce loaf. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, okay. I remember it. Yeah. I definitely still don't remember it, but that sounds like a good idea. It sounds like something we'd come up with. Yeah. <laughs> we come up with a lot of great things, okay? We do. Um, you know, we do, we do that nowadays by, by t- talking about three different subjects. You know, we, uh, we talk about a candy. Seamless. We try to franchise a movie. And we talk about animals. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. Incredible. Yeah. The, the professionalism. Are you wearing a tie <laughs> right now? Three ties. I'm wearing three ties right Damn. now. Damn. You know, still got some left over from my grocery store days where I had to wear a tie. Now, are they one on top of another, or are they, like, spread out? They're spread out across my body in different okay. areas. One is traditional around the neck, and the other two I will leave a mystery. Oh, my God. You know what? Let's let's <laughs> let's jump ahead to the future again right now, Jeff, with our, okay. with our <laughs> seer mm-hmm. powers. Yeah. Uh, the new fashion is going to be someone... Either they wear the tie like a belt and it hangs mm-hmm. off the front, or like, like you have like just the the knot hangs off of like right in front of one of your legs. <laughs> you have like a tie, like you just use you use yeah. the one belt loop in front of that leg, mm-hmm. and you just yeah. have the tie there. It's pretty good. If that's not the new fashion in the next decade, if that's not on a fashion show somewhere, I will eat yeah. an entire tie. <laughs> Yeah, it's 21st century. There, yeah. It's time for Thai innovation. And I said I'll so. do it, so definitely you can keep... My word is as good as gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean will eat an entire Thai. If One that's whole Thai, yeah. So that's not a fashion move. Do we have a deadline by the end of the year? Or? 
I, I said in the next 10 years. So really 10 just, years? <laughs> really giving right. myself some breathing room. I don't remember how long ago we reviewed Slice of Sauce. So <laughs> it, was, it was like maybe three to five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like... Feels like they should either be a product or dead, but they are just yeah. suffering along. I was going to say so. it feels like six to ten years ago, but, you know. <laughs> just a decade gives it a nice, you mm-hmm. know, someone can do yeah. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if not, it gives, gives me enough time to uh, forget that you uh, agreed to eat a tie. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which Safe. I, you know, I won't do anyway, no matter what, so. <laughs> <laughs> Keep keep dreaming. Uh, um, chocolate tie? Oh, uh, you got me. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't gonna make this the year of the snake, but when you when you said it, it had such a ring to it that I was like, should we talk about snakes all year? <laughs> we can. So. No, I, don't. <laughs> I think you know I have the exact same amount of dedication to making this the year of the snake as I do as eating an entire tie. So. All right. Um, wh- what do you know about the uh, tentacle snake? Nothing. Love that. Love that. Let me just type this into my web browser and access mm-hmm. the World Wide Web. doesn't really look like a snake. Kind of flat. Yeah, the head especially is, looks pretty flat. At least it has a defined head, unlike the last snake we did. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it, it does have a defined head. <laughs> Uh, it's a rear-fanged aquatic snake. Oh, it's an underwater snake. Doesn't that kind of feel like bullshit, though? Like, all you hear about snakes, they're never, mm-hmm. like, underwater. Yeah. I guess sea snakes, but... Some you see, like, skirt across the water. Yeah. Aquatic snake. I mean, just make it, just make it, instead of a reptile, make it something else, you know? Like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> they're apparently uh, venomous, but they're not a problem for people because their fangs are in the back of their mouths. <laughs> so I guess you'd have to really get your finger down in there. Yeah. And then have it bite you to have it, have it cause a problem. But it said the, uh, the venom is specific to the fish that the tentacle snake eats. So it's like really, really curved out a specific poison for this kind of yeah, fish it is, likes, I guess. That is a niche biome. Pretty bold move. Yeah. <laughs> Describes it living its entire life in murky water. That seems depressing. Well, what do the tentacles do? Uh, I read one website said it was they were mysterious. Didn't know. Another one says it's, <laughs> <laughs> another one was saying it uses it to sense prey, which is probably correct. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm sh- I'm sure it can't stick its tongue out like regular snakes do in the air. I don't know. Maybe it does. I'm guessing the tentacles. Uh, Help it find prey. Otherwise, why bother? It's a great question. <laughs> I can't think of any reason why this snake should keep bothering, but yeah, I just like that, that there's a website that's just like, and what are these things on the snake for? It's a mystery. <laughs> I will not do any research. We're it's not going to look at it. No one has ever looked into it. We don't care. We don't want to know. <laughs> I, and I know this is only the second snake, but for it to also be least concern as conservation status makes me think people just don't like snakes. They don't want to look at them. They don't want to touch them. It's gross. Yeah. I mean, snakes might just be doing pretty well, you know? I, I don't They're know. thriving. Yeah, I feel like this snake, though, if it lives in murky water, might 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's harder to count, for sure. Yeah, like, how do you get your hands on them? But I guess mm-hmm. that nobody's concerned about it, so. Yeah, no no one's concerned. No one is concerned. I think I was reading somewhere that it uh, it uses its body to, like, create little waves under the water to make its prey change course, or, like, basically right into its mouth. Yeah, I guess it, like, disturbs it in such a way that the fish reflexively tries to escape, and then it would try to swim away. But when it, I guess, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. When it does that, the snake is anticipating where it will go. Yeah. So the snake aims for where the fish is going to flee. That's pretty cool, I guess. The tentacled snake retracts its eyes when it begins to strike. Ugh. Okay. Like a shark? I don't know. I don't know that sharks do that either, but it just says the tentacled snake retracts its eyes when it begins <laughs> to strike. I'm just reading the sentence right off Wikipedia. Anybody could do this, Jeff. Now, I'm going to assume I'm dumb, but re- retracts its eyes is... I just assume that's like rolling its eyes back to protect our eyes, but um, does it, I, don't, I don't know. I, I won't look into it further. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Yeah, it's a mystery. This, this aspect of the snake's life is mysterious. <laughs> This on its website is listed as a as interesting tentacled snake facts, but then it one of it is its weight, length, and the color of it, which I think are just regular facts. I don't think those are very interesting. It has keeled scales, which means apparently ridged and rough. You think it want I don't know. You think it, rougher scales are better for swimming? That's another mysterious part of the snake, <laughs> I guess. They are nocturnal. Nocturnal snakes. I, the tentacles make it look like a weird sea slug thing. Yeah. Just not, just not real impressed with it. <laughs> with its looks? Yeah. The, I think the websites I've been checking need to uh, really step up their game. And this scummer is someone who just reads websites and calls it a podcast. It says, <laughs> tentacle snakes probably can survive from 10 <laughs> to 20 years in the wild. Who <laughs> yeah, knows? Probably, man. I don't know. <laughs> Being a scientist sounds like the easiest thing in the fucking world. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. They can only spend 30 minutes underwater? Well, this is the same website. <laughs> I know. I saw that elsewhere, yeah. Like oh 30 God. minutes before they got to come up for air. Imagine, imagine spending your whole life somewhere where, you're, where you have to hold your breath. And you can only hold your breath for 30 minutes and then you go like, hurriedly <laughs> run to the surface. Yeah. Or an area where you can actually breathe and then hold your breath again. Just seems like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I don't know. That kind of sounds like, <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes? I mean, I guess it's got small lungs. It's a small animal, but. Yeah, it's, I, and I mean, they could live anywhere from 10 to 12 <laughs> years in the wild, so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 30 minutes feels longer to them. Yeah. You know, because they don't have as much time, but. Oh, my God. If investigated by an approaching animal, the tentacled snake extends its body, becoming completely rigid. It remains, it maintains this position even if removed from the water. So it just makes itself look like a branch, basically. Wow. Like, nah, dude, it's cool. I'm a big water twig. <laughs> Chill. No, you, you thought you thought I was you thought I was an animal. Turns out I'm just a twig. Nobody just wants twig. that. Yeah, just toss me back in the water, dude. Who cares? <laughs> Oh, they uh, they bear live young. Really, they don't lay eggs. Uh, I think they have to. I think it's like a half and half, like a halfway thing because they they live underwater. I think they have to like do that again. I was reading that somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oovipariously. 
Siri's going to have to say this word to me. Oh, oviviparously? Oh, wow. That, that came so naturally. Thanks. Um, it's an outmoded term used as a bridging form of reproduction between egg-laying and live-bearing reproduction. Mm. So oviviparous animals have the embryos develop inside eggs that remain in the mother's body until they're... So they just keep the eggs in their body. They have a special area for eggs. Yeah. So instead of laying the eggs fully, they hold on to the eggs. Yeah. So, yeah, they're similar to live-bearing reproductive animals in which there's internal fertilization and the young are born alive. Check. But they differ in that there's no placental connection and the unborn young are nourished yeah. by egg yolk. Yeah. <laughs> so they just, like, yeah, the eggs are fertilized and then they grow the eggs and then they basically hatch the eggs and the things escape. Gross. It's gross. This is, this is a line. Um they can only move awkwardly on land. Me too. Me too. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. During dry times, they'll burrow themselves in the mud. That's where we differ. I mean, if there's mud, it's not that dry, but... Right. Right. Well, maybe where, they, where they're mostly located, if it's just mud and not, not a body of water, maybe that's considered pretty dry. Hmm. <clears throat> You know. All right. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else interesting we need to know about these animals. No, because the interesting fact sheet that I saw had no interesting facts about it. Well, they get little so. tentacles, and they mm-hmm. can trick fish into they aim where the fish is going to be. Yeah, they're the Wayne Gretzky of snakes. I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah, definitely. He would go where the puck was going to be. So he played hockey at a professional level. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, how did he, how did you do that? You know, I guess he I guess he studied uh, hockey movements. I I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not a big sports guy. I'm right. making a lot of a lot of sports references lately to people who also don't know sports, and then they assume I'll know more, and I don't. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I did. But yeah. So I'm going to have to, uh, Maybe have calib- to yeah, calibrate on that. Yes. Yeah. I'll move away from sports or learn more about sports. I don't know. One, one, one or the other. You'll move away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. It's time to, time to spit in God's eye. We're going to really make this snake something, something special. Well, uh, let's not hype it up that much. You said last time that we had already used the snake turns itself into a wheel and rolls away, and I feel like that's my go-to for snakes. So yeah, <laughs> and this one's already prone to turning into a stick. So mm-hmm. it's already got that. What if, what if it could turn into other shapes though? Are any other shapes useful? Like, mm. is the stick shape that useful? I mean, they use it, and maybe it helps. It didn't say if it helped when they used it. <laughs> They weren't like, and in this way, it avoids being eaten. They're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, it stiffens up into like a stick type thing when it gets grabbed by another animal. Maybe you could do like a balloon animal thing, make yourself look like a balloon animal dog, balloon animal giraffe, end of list that I know of balloon animals. Okay. okay. Yeah, those are the only two types of animals that you can use balloons to represent. Um, <laughs> what about... Uh, well, first of all, balloon animal snake is like right there. You just blow the thing up and tie it off, and you're done. 
It's already a snake. It's a snake. Boom. <laughs> Done. Yeah. There you go, kid. Get the fuck out of here. What if... Okay, so I did... They're snakes, so I assume they don't live together. But if they lived in, like, mm-hmm. colonies of a bunch of snakes that could... Wherever their habitat is, they can... Mm-hmm. They, they each stiffen up in a different way, in a different little shape that... Like, they link together to look like, say, a balloon dog or a balloon wolf, if that's a big <laughs> predator in their area, right? Yeah. Or balloon giraffe. If I don't remember if we made giraffes predators, <laughs> I feel like we did talk about them. But if we made them predators, then, yeah, maybe they look yeah. like little baby giraffes. I think we made them pretty aggressive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so they link together to, to, to imitate yeah. predators. Okay. I like that. I like that. And maybe their um, little tentacles or how they exchange that information. That's where they keep the blueprints. <laughs> That's how they interlock, like, Avatar, where they do their ponytails. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these have gross, overtly <laughs> sexualized. We use this to take control of other animals yeah. and also to get each other off. Yeah, in Avatar, it was really a missed opportunity to not have the character go, oh, so the ponytail's like, like your genitals. And then then it would be like, I was wondering why there was nothing... Down there, this is these are your, this is the, your sex organs. Okay, all right. I'm not, I'm not weirded out by that because did I'm that from, happen? I'm from the future. Well, yeah, because like they're in the, in, mo- in the movie though that happened. He said, "Oh, that lines. line, that line didn't happen." I'm saying okay. it was a missed opportunity for that movie not to uh, okay. have that awkward moment. All right. Well, I think I know when, what movie we're franchising, but um. <laughs> there's already going to be five more of those. Seriously. Yeah, just not yet. Well, they're in production for, I think they're doing a couple at a time. But it wasn't very good, though. It wasn't very good, and it's been too long. Is it the same I, characters? Well, it's all CGI bullshit anyway, so. Yeah, I, maybe Scorny Weaver signed on. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen something make so much money and have such a cultural impact, but not have any influence on the culture. Avatar and Game of Thrones, something about the way they made those just, I mean, sure, unobtainium is fun, funny to say, but... <laughs> It's not just funny to say. It sounds like a yeah. placeholder they put in the script. Yeah, like, yeah, we'll come up with the we'll come up with the fucking word for the mineral later, kid. <laughs> Figure it out later. Uh, shut up, kid. You don't know how this business is run. <laughs> and in the movie, the I forget if it's the aliens already speak English or it's a, a it's a thing where your mind interprets it because you're already in like an avatar of the thing. But to have them speak perfect. Uh, thing but with but with an accent a native style accent so you say jake sully say his name weird all right we're not talking about avatar well you know the people they sent ahead to teach the aliens english had accents you know they were <laughs> we said this would this would be funny yeah then there's the floating rock all right we're so the mean, we're the mean corporation we want to yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> We're talking about these snakes, though. It hires ex-military who's all too comfortable being mean to natives. Yeah. We say, you all know right. what we need here? It's just a bunch of war yeah. criminals. Yeah. <laughs> we want our security guards to be former war criminals. Yeah. Just itching under the collar to do more war crimes. Mm-mm. Just, I don't know. It's if you have the mechs, just use it all the time. Yeah. Why Why you wasting a mech? All right. So... So these things can link together, look like other predators. Um, uh, either they don't live underwater anymore, or mm-hmm. we got to up the time that they can. Yeah, say that that uh, that extra area where they they hold on to the eggs when they're when they're you know pregnant. 
mm-hmm. technically. Maybe when they're not holding eggs, maybe they can use that as an extra place to store air. All right, that helps the women. For, well, give them, give the men the sack too. Just like you know, fuck it. It's like nipples, you know. Just just make the men have it too for no reason. All right. Now it serves a purpose. That's a good. That's can. a good argument. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> just give yeah. it to both. <laughs> And while we're at it, why don't they have to watch some of the eggs? Maybe they split up the duties, switch back and forth, become more, you know, equal society, these snakes. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. I like that idea, too. <laughs> or maybe they, 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 it's like, uh, what is it, sexual dimorphism? Like, yeah. The male-female distinction with these snakes isn't really that strong. It's just mm-hmm. they meet up with a partner, and then I guess they draw cards. It's yeah. like a card game. Whatever the mm-hmm. snake equivalent of a card game is to determine who's going <laughs> to be... I want to say a dice game, but that's, I don't think snakes can do dice either. But it's a good point. <laughs> what games? What games of chance can snakes play? This is, I didn't expect us to have to determine this, but I think it's good mm. we're getting it out of the way early in the year. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they have to do like since they can like kind of make their body into certain shapes. Maybe they they have a version of like rock paper scissors they can play. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that working. I think maybe it'll be different for each um, colony of snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some go two out of three, some go five out of seven. Is that well, I was going to say what the shapes are, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess also the number, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the shapes are different depending on the region they're from. Yeah, so I guess mm-hmm. they'll have to be a little bit smarter so that they can yeah. understand more shapes for when they go to a different colony because I don't want a bunch of inbre- inbred snakes. Yeah. It's not good for the longevity of the species. And no. Apparently, they don't need the help because they are all of least concern. Yeah, they're doing great. They're doing yeah. amazing. They're doing amazing. They're just not um, as good as they could be. Can, can we make their eyes, like, super hard so they don't have to retract their eyes when they go to attack something? Because it feels like they're doing a lot of work to make them make sure their eyes are protected. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, let's let's do that instead of just weak flesh, <laughs> whatever eyes are made out of. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just always have a protective layer over them. They don't get to shrink them back. Yeah, maybe they have like diamond coated eyes or something. Whoa, that's gonna get. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, they're attacking fish. I don't think they need like. <laughs> and then you know, then the light hits it weird, and they blind themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. All right. We'll just stick to generally having stronger eyes. Yeah, stronger. And, and then they're not hunted for their <laughs> their diamond eyes. Yeah, I was going to say that's another big. Uh, um, and then since they don't have to retract their eyes, Jeff, the space behind mm-hmm. where their eyes would have gone, we just put some yeah. oxygen there. That's the, there it is. <laughs> more storage space. We're I, finding I more space. That's what we need to do. Let's just take parts <laughs> out of the snake to make it more lightweight, so, like a race car, so it can fit more yeah. oxygen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, it's it's got, like, it makes really specific venom. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can make it, you know, kind of a mixologist, you know? Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. How bullshit useless are fangs in the back of your mouth? <laughs> yeah. 
that was the part that I wanted to specifically. I wanted to say that while spitting in God's eye about this snake. Like, what the fuck, dude? That sucks. Put him right in front. I don't know. What if we made their tentacles longer and took the fangs away altogether, and then they just grab stuff with their tentacles and squeeze it to death? Mm, okay, okay. Because I think the tentacles got to be a little bit more flexible if they're like turning into pieces of a mm-hmm. larger balloon animal representation yeah. of predators in the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- they don't poison things anymore. They squeeze the life out of them. Yeah, I don't think they'd need to. Mm-hmm. What do they need to poison these fish for anyway? I don't know. They're already like fucking rope a tricking them. Like, there's yeah. a predator coming over here. Oh, you ran over here. I bit you. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah, and when it's fangs in the back of its mouth, I mean, you got to have a good part of the fish already in your mouth. I mean, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you, you've done the work. You don't need to then snap it, stab yeah. it with your fangs and poison it. Like, yeah. So maybe it gets out of your mouth. Just strangle it or eat it alive. That's all. So I think, well, I think part of, now that we've taken the fangs out of the mouth, we can fit air in there. It can keep its (laughs) mouth closed when it's underwater, and the Uh tentacles just grab the fish and, like, strangle it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like it covers the gills or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because remember, we made them a little smarter, so it knows to do that stuff. Yeah. We're making a really dangerous animal here. But, and then it can just, like, (laughs) you know, maybe you can catch a few and, like, keep Mm -hmm. a little stockpile underwater to eat for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe they share because they live in a community now. Yeah. They have burrows now specifically for fish lockers, you know? I could see that, yeah. They use the tentacles to pile up some rocks over their dead fish <laughs> so other other predators can't get them. They have, like, a little pool near where they live. Yeah. It sounds pretty cool to be one of these snakes now. <laughs> they got a pretty cool little society going. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being reincarnated as one of the snakes that we made. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. Balloon animals, <laughs> extra breathing. Yeah. I mean, I think we've done it. I can't think of any better way to improve this fish. They're more social, more intelligent. Yeah. They can form into larger animals together. Mm-hmm. They've got tentacles. We took a bunch of parts out to fit in air sacs. Yeah. Maybe a cool decal on its side. <laughs> Flames or a skull. <laughs> Maybe like, yeah. <laughs> I guess it should stay the same color so it can stay hidden, right? Yeah. Let the fish get... Actually, with two tentacles, right, it can do the mm-hmm. fake-out move, and then the tentacles are kind of extended out on the bottom of the, the lake or whatever on either side of the mm-hmm. fish. So whatever way it goes, the tentacles are coming Oof. up to grab it. Damn. Yeah. They're not going to see that coming. They're not? No, they're not. Because they're dumb fish. Yeah, well, we'll we'll fix the fish at some point. <laughs> it's going to take us a near eternity to fix this shitty planet, Jeff. Yeah. The last it's guy a, did such a bad job. It's a big undertaking, but I believe in us. I mean, if not us, who? I don't see anybody else stepping up to reinvent animals, you know? That's right. Here and we are. It's, here we are. Making it happen. Yeah. We have the best ideas. We're idea men. We're idea men. We were way ahead of um, Mark Zuckerberg. Not Zuckerberg. Any Mark. Cuban. Zuckerberg. Cuban. Cuban. Any Mark. We're ahead of the Marks. Any Mark. (laughs) Pick a Mark. We're ahead of them. Yeah. There's one Mark I can think of we're not. Okay. 
Mm, true. <laughs> true. You're related to him. He's pretty fucking keen. I don't think he's sharp. You can't get yeah. anything by him. No, you can't get anything by that mark. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Avatar, we're gonna franchise it. With that. <laughs> it's actually pretty close. It's pretty close. I I, I panicked because I forgot we we'd scheduled this one so so close to the last one. Yeah, I'm used to like three to four months of, of time to think I about know. it. I know. Really just luxuriate. <laughs> we really take our time to kind of come up with the ideas. That's why they're so good. Yeah. Yeah, when you have something such high quality, it can't be mm. rushed. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> but <laughs> I was thinking, you know, a real big missed opportunity and something they had tried to franchise and, and failed at was um, mm. E.T., you know, the extraterrestrial. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the, the Nanu Nanu. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Famously played by Robin Williams. E.T. I'm, I'm kidding. I know it wasn't him. Um, I mean, it's a, it's such an iconic movie, you know. Yeah, Nan- Nanu yeah. Nanu was the predator. Say that. Right. We'd run off in the jungle. He's a little scamp. Um. <laughs> of course, it has you know an actual classic line that we all know off the top of our heads. E.T. Is, does. Um, yeah, E.T. does. I mean, the kids get, say it get, as well. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about the actual line, Sean, where the kid shouts, it's nothing like that penis breath. Famous line from E.T. Is that, um, you have to be, you're pulling, you're pulling my leg here. <laughs> no, no, it's after he first spots E.T., but before he, he grabs him and, and makes him live in the house, um, he's telling his, his he's telling his mom and brother and sister about it and his, his brother's like you know hey f- making fun of him and he, his brother eventually says oh maybe you saw an elf or a leprechaun instead and he goes it was nothing like that penis breath and then I didn't, uh, I didn't know yeah. that line was in there also I burped when it's you famous. were talking so if you could cut that out that would be <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty great um, leave it in I didn't know that that was famous please don't leave it in um, <laughs> Jeff, I, Jeff, Jeff please I have a reputation please <laughs> Um, I mean, what what line in that movie is more famous than if it was nothing like that penis breath? Um, what about when they're, I don't know, shrieking in delight as they jump in front of the moon? I It's been a long time <laughs> since I've seen the movie, and I think you know I don't really hold on to popular culture that well in my head. Yeah. It was E.T. Phone Home, probably. I'm guessing oh, it's yes, probably yeah, slightly yeah. more popular than right. it was nothing like that penis All breath, right. I guess. All right. I don't. I get what you're doing, but how is it fun for you? There's no challenge here. I just no. I thought you'd know that line, and so I thought the misdirection of saying the penis breath line would really, you know, really get get your goat. But since you knew no lines from the movie, it was really hard. The only thing I know about there's two things I know about ET, and I yeah. feel like you should have known. I wouldn't know the normal things to know about ET if okay. I knew anything at all. Okay, I know that they hide him in. The mm-hmm. closet with a bunch of stuffed animals. Yep. And then I know that they re-edited it mm-hmm. so that the cops have walkie-talkies and not guns. Yeah, which which I don't think I've seen the walkie-talkie cut, but there's definitely a scene where they're setting up a, a, a blockade and there's two cops with, like, shotguns Yeah, on, on either side of the car. Those must have been some big walkie-talkies. I mean, I don't know how movie magic works. But yeah. I, I mean, Spielberg can do anything. Can he? Yeah. Can he? <laughs> I mean, 
within reason. I mean, in what role? Director, producer. I'll look at his IMDb and find some real fucking stinkers. Don't make me. Do oh it. no, he can do. He can do a stinker. He can do several okay. stinkers. I'm saying he's allowed to. You know, they'll let him That's, do anything. Okay. That's a good point. I guess when you said he can do anything, that includes stinkers. All right, you got yeah. me. You got me. Yeah. I don't see how this is fun for you, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. But you like you like punching down. Hey, that's not right, up to I'm me. Sorry. It's not. I'm up sorry. To... It's okay. <laughs> do, do you do you remember the movie at all, or do, should I recap it? I mean, so. I'll recap it. I think I can handle this. Okay. The alien yeah. lands and mm-hmm. his friends take off without him because he's probably, yep. you know, kind of a bore or whatever. So they're just like, yeah, fucking leave him here. Mm-hmm. And then he, some kids find him or something because he's in the woods and they're riding bikes. Yep. I feel like there's a scene where they <laughs> ride bikes in circles around him, but I also feel like that's definitely not a thing in the movie. <laughs> it's very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, for some reason, I'm remembering when they first meet him. Mm hmm. Yeah, they kind of like bully him a little, but that's probably not true. So they bring him in, and then he shares a product with the lady, the girl who's a famous actress now. Mm, and Drew Barrymore, yeah. All right. Um, I didn't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, so you got me. Sorry. Oh, he's got to go home, so he wants to call home mm-hmm. to get a ride from probably some other aliens who are just like, I guess we'll come pick you up. Um <laughs> But okay. there's the uh, the government probably knows mm-hmm. that aliens crashed here, so they're looking to find him to probably dissect him or something. It was an '80s movie. That's what mm-hmm. the government mm-hmm. did with aliens. Yeah, um, so far so good. So the kids like do a big jump in front of the moon and get him to the ship. <laughs> yeah. but no, that's on bikes. No, they get on bikes. Yeah, yeah. he's in the basket of the bike because he's kind of small, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they pedal real fast. And the cops can't catch them because oh, ET, oh, he has got magic powers. He he flies. He makes them fly to get across yeah. the blockade, and then yeah. Which if he could have done that the whole time, then nothing here could harm him. So <laughs> I guess it's a movie about an alien coming to toy with children. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Can. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, they, they leave him behind because the you know. People come riding up on him. It seems like this government agency is the one that comes riding up on him. They come riding uh, up on bikes and circle the alien ship real menacingly like bullies. Uh, so the ship yeah. takes off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> there. Um, he forms a bond with Elliot, like a, the kid. Like, like E.T. at one time is, is at, at the, Elliot's house while Elliot's at school. Mm-hmm. And he decides to get drunk and watch TV. And yeah. Elliot gets drunk at school. Um. So. Okay. He he gets intoxicated from ET drinking. Oh oh okay. Yeah. They don't just separately make decisions to get drunk in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the day. Okay. Yeah. They're connected. If one gets drunk, the other one's like, I should get drunk. Uh, um, that's pretty. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So they're pretty. They're pretty linked together, you know. Um, ET healed the cut. On Elliot, he made flowers come back to life. Um, yeah, he's alien Jesus, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think you nailed most of the, most of the points. They they come wrapped, they come like quarantine the house with like a bunch of plastic, but depending on what the story uh, needs, they're either in hazmat suits or have their hazmat suit helmet off and well, freely walk in and out of the house. 
Yeah, but. I mean, if you want to see the actors, they got to take the helmet off. So, yeah, you try acting through a hazmat suit, okay? Yeah, it's hard. Can't be done. It's Can't hard to done. do. Well, Spielberg do. could do it, but he's you know he wasn't in the movie. <laughs> Does he put himself in his own movies? Um, I'm trying to think, if I've ever seen him in one of his own movies. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. We're both we're both pretty keen on who's been in what yeah. movie. So I, if we can't if we can't think of an incident, we probably didn't do it. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's, 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 there's no just way. no way. All right, so we're there's franchising no this. Is there anything else important I need to know about? It feels like I knew the movie pretty well. If only you knew for, it pretty well, yeah, like cultural osmosis, I guess. Yeah, you, you knew enough of it to be like, this is what it's. This is what it is. You know, you don't need to know the all the all the points, all the finer points. You know, yeah. That, I mean, that's how I feel about all popular mm-hmm. culture, which is why I just don't engage. Like, I don't need to yeah. know the fine points, but. Yeah. Who's hey Jeff? Who is Cardi B? I don't know. I see her interviewing <laughs> political figures and people go crazy over it. I don't know who the fuck she is. <laughs> she uh, sings rap songs. I I, I don't want to get sexist, but it doesn't look like she's a journalist. So <laughs> I I've seen clips of a music video that doesn't look like she's doing journalism. Wh- mm. wh- where are these interviews coming from? Why? You know, I mean, when when you you've got your finger on the pulse, like Cardi B. You, All right. you may just think of relevant questions for for people that. All right, you know. she's kind of the Steven Spielberg of journalism. She's the Steven Spielberg of of our times, yeah, for sure. Just <laughs> please, please say the sentence: Cardi B is the Steven Spielberg of journalism, so that I have that clip and I okay. can use it. Well, Sean, Cardi B is the Steven Spielberg of journalism. Thank you. Perfect. You're welcome. Okay, You're welcome. we'll use that in promos for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so we uh so we know at the end of the movie E.T. is successfully phoned home and his spaceship comes back and he says heartfelt goodbyes to the family and he uses a toy phone. He he uses part of like a speaking spell, yeah. 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 Why but he's got Jesus magic. You can like bring things back from the dead, right? Does yeah. he kill something and bring it back to the dead from the dead? Flowers. There were okay. flowers, but they were already dead. I, I thought, it, I thought it, he like killed an animal and then brought it back to life. The dog is pretty fond of him. I don't know if I don't know if he killed the dog accidentally yeah. and then brought it back to life. They're also because ET himself almost dies from uh, I don't know being on Earth for too long or something. It's a bummer down here, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks like one of those a piece of dog poop that's been left out for months. You know, like white and crusty and. Um, at one point, because they have him hooked up to the machines, his heart stops, and they just do regular heart compressions and CPR, mm-hmm. and then they defibrillate him. It's like they know nothing about about his physiology, and yet they're like, "Yeah, well, let's just do what we know." Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's you know <laughs> that's that Spielberg magic, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Spielberg magic. Um, so we got we got to franchise it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to press too hard on the fact that I don't really need that many details about a movie, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they would just yeah, perform just, CPR in an alien. Like, put, yeah, put some lightning and some air in him. Yeah, that's what we know about life. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it works for him. Just gave in his chest cavity. It was probably the same thing. Um, yeah. So where where do we start with the franchise here? I mean, do we? I do think we, maybe 
we start where E.T., the movie, leaves off, and we follow mm-hmm. E.T. on his spaceship back. And what okay. he, what it's revealed is, is he's actually uh, like a genetically engineered weapon. The E.T. Oh. are like a speciesist race. They want to wipe mm-hmm. out other starfaring. Yeah. So he's like specifically designed to commit genocide. That it's like the movie takes a different turn. He was he was made made like the alien aliens by the predator aliens <laughs> to be something that could be hunted. A worthy opponent. Is that is right? Is that is that part of the predator lore with aliens? I think so. I think if you go deep enough but you don't go to Prometheus, I think that that is basically what they're implying. Huh. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't seem necessary. I think the two franchises were fine on their own, but okay. <clears throat> um, okay, they go back there. And it's just like Threads. a Star Wars. It's like a Star Wars, but oh, okay. E.T.'s the bad guy. Yeah, okay. So E.T.'s Darth Vader? I know, I've seen Star Wars, I swear to God. <laughs> no, I He's think the E.T.'s... No, no. The Emperor Stormtrooper. Was no, no, please. He's closer. He's closest to a stormtrooper. Okay. Okay. I think he's probably more like Darth Maul, someone who doesn't talk, but he's just there uh, to be menacing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody was was trolling people on on Twitter by by saying that that their favorite scene from the Phantom Menace. And they, they had a little clip of, of Darth Maul and underneath they had, had like captions saying, I am the Phantom Menace. Like that's my favorite <laughs> line in the whole movie. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> Somebody did not take it as a joke and was like, what? where does that happen? I've seen this movie and it's just like, oh my God. So Jeff, good. I'm sorry. Are you telling me someone on Twitter didn't take a joke like a joke? Are you serious? <laughs> <clears throat> I know. It when, seems strange to think about. How did this happen? <laughs> it's crazy. Usually, everybody on Twitter is so fucking sharp. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty good. It's it it pretty good. That's, I like it when people <laughs> shit on the prequels. It's really funny. It's, yeah. Um, they look good by comparison now, though, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what we had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You thought some of it was kind of boring. It didn't make yeah. sense. Look at uh, it now. They told Look a story at, at least. <laughs> it wasn't a good one or an entertaining one, but they fucking told one. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Would you rather have have actors rehash the old stories that you liked, or do you want to tell a new story? All right. You know what's crazy? Um, no, now I have to talk a little bit about Star Wars. <laughs> there, I saw some stories the other day where they were like, "Here's mm-hmm. what the original uh, Finn was supposed to be: the stormtrooper." Mm-hmm. the new ones yeah. and it's like it's like a decent arc that he was supposed mm-hmm. to have and they're just like yeah they just decided they didn't want that <laughs> they just took like they had like the script written and they're just like nah nah let's yeah. just do a different thing we don't have time for that I mean <laughs> what if instead of developing this character we just didn't what if he just really likes the first normal person he runs into who's not a stormtrooper <laughs> like a lot <laughs> Like obsessively, oh. likes her for like no reason. Like the audience should, and uh, we just had that. It's crazy. <laughs> How do you not plan that out? It's like the largest I, franchise in the world. I want to hear the person that pitched the uh, the shot of of Finn taking off his helmet for the first time. 
And then he just like he takes his helmet and he's black. And they're just waiting in the room for a big reaction. <laughs> <laughs> like they think they really did something. Like yeah. <laughs> like okay. Okay. Right. And yeah, but he's like a black stormtrooper, you know. Yeah. Like his helmet a, is white. Have you ever he's seen black. a black stormtrooper? It's like no. They usually don't take their fucking helmets yeah. off, so we, the fact we, that he's we, doing that at all is kind of surprising. Yeah, we might have. I mean, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> probably a bunch. Oh, oh boy, so so good. All right, so let, let's say the end of the, the end of the movie, the original movies, is um, them trying to get ET away from the U.S. government because they're you know. They're going to want to experiment on him, cut him up or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, he gets back to He calls the ship back. He gets back there. We pick up where we left off. Mm-hmm. You know, and E.T.'s friends are all happy to see him, right? But then when they get back, his government wants to cut him up and examine him because he, had a, he <clears> got <throat> uh, intertwined with this human. And they, they want to know more about that. So he's in threat of getting cut up by his own government. How does he get out so, of that, though? There's no human boy to help him. He's the hero he's, child here. He's got he's got other friends, you know. Hmm. He's got he's got his, he's got his own 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 buddies. You know, they're on that spaceship together. You know, maybe most of them want to turn him in. Maybe he's got one or two other <laughs> buddies that are like trying to get him out of there. Maybe he has to go to like hide out and escape to like a neighboring planet. You know, and it was the eighties, so maybe it was planet Melnick. You know, maybe maybe he runs into Elf. I don't know. All right, I'm getting. I think you just gave me like alien whiplash. Like <laughs> Alf Planet, you know the name? Yeah. That's wor- that's back, worse right? than me. That's I in a thousand years would never remember the name of Alf's Planet. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean it was, you know, he had his own cartoon that happened on that planet. Yeah, I, I don't know. Seriously? Yeah. I thought it was just a show where the old guy hated him. Yeah, there was a grumpy father figure, you know. Um, yeah, but no, he had his own cartoon. All right. Elf was huge, you know. Well, yeah, relative to a human, I think he was kind of small. <laughs> LOL. Right. But I think yeah. he was about—he was about the size of ET. So you get assume they, they must live in at least similar planets, possibly under the same solar system. Oh my god. Okay, so Ichi's race, maybe like mm-hmm. maybe everyone on that ship was a genetically engineered experiment, right? Mm. But they're supposed to bond with another one of themselves, right? Mm. So that they're like tactical units of two each out to commit <laughs> genocide. I'm rolling the ideas into one. But okay. ET has now bonded with a mm-hmm. little human boy. Yeah. So his government wants to be like how did that happen? You're not supposed to be able to do that. Like, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be part of a team that commits genocide against our enemies. <laughs> we are the worst, says E.T.'s government. When he's escaping, maybe... Uh, so, first of all, we've got... We, here are the key players, right? There's E.T. There's the person E.T. was supposed to bond with who can't bond now. So, his whole life Ooh. or her life is ruined, right? Like, yeah. there's not another... They made an even number of genetically engineered <laughs> genocide murderers. So that person just doesn't have anyone to bond with now. So maybe the race they're trying to genocide is Alf's. Okay. So that's where where E.T. escapes to. He doesn't feel like genociding anymore. He's Mm -hmm. gone into a little boy who doesn't even know really what that is. Yeah. 
Um, so maybe he's thinking about should I genocide or not? And the little boy's like, I don't know what that is. That feels wrong. <laughs> maybe I don't. Maybe maybe the movie that follows the kid, the third movie yeah. in this installment, will be different. Maybe that kid grows up to want to do genocide. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's activated at some point. Right. You know. <laughs> Or maybe because, okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. I just had a good idea for him, too. But mm. So he escapes to Alf's planet. E.T. does, not the little boy. The little boy's on Earth. He doesn't know how to space travel. Yeah. E.T. E. goes to Alf's planet, which is M-something? Melnak. Melnak, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's try- maybe he's trying to warn Alf's people that it's, you know, it's different. Mm-hmm. This time. <laughs> What if now I know the cartoon elf there are female versions of elf and they they look almost exactly the same but what if ET's just a hairless version of the elf aliens you know is he I thought his well, no, he elf's like got a, a snout yeah elf's got a snout and some ears you know yeah but uh <laughs> it's like an offshoot I don't know um Maybe he's like the uh, maybe he's like the uh, Naboo and the uh, where was Jar Jar Binks's uh, characters? Let's they put are. it in terms the Gungan, it, the Gungan, Naboo and Gungans. You know, I'm going to go ahead and put it in terms that I understand. Yeah, so sure. Sort of like a, like a Vulcan or a Romulan, right? right? Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. share an ancestry. Yeah, even they're though they're both. not identical now. Okay, thank you. Yeah, they both bleed green. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. yes. I don't know why I thanked you. I did all the heavy lifting so that I could understand <laughs> it, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they share an ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How does this movie resolve? Oh! There's some fighting. There's a lot of great laser gun battles. Oh, sure. Pew, ex- pew. Yeah. Right. Explosions while Alf and E.T. waddle down hallways slowly to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not using CGI. This is going to be all. All puppets. I mean, they were yeah. both puppets. Keep them puppets. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the um, oh, okay, that's what it is. Um, Alf feels betrayed when he learns that there's a lot of cats on Earth that he could mm. be eating. I remember that about yeah. Alf. So love to eat cats. Pretty good. Terrible I need, puzzle I builder. I don't need an award, but you know, it should mm. be recognized that I remembered that about Alf. <laughs> um, and. Maybe he betrays E.T. to that, his, uh, his mm. other E.T. companion who doesn't have someone. So that other guy bonds with Alf. And that's, that's how the war gets resolved. He's, bond, you know, he's bonded with Alf now. Uh, yeah. They send does E.T. Be, away. Does it become like the, uh, is it Gelflings and Skets? I can never say that word. Why do I reference the Dark Crystal if I can't say that one of the main characters? <laughs> no. Is it, is it Skeksis? I'm going to say yes because I don't yeah, want to say it see, again. This is why I asked Brett to be on. I, I had a I had a premonition <laughs> that we'd be talking, and that's this is sort of his area now. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I don't know what the I don't the resolution of that was mm. that they were two halves of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Kind maybe of like they, that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe not strictly that, but yeah. whatever divided them now, Alf and this other mm-hmm. genocidal alien will help resolve. Yeah, like that. Maybe Alf is so mad that he bonds with the other E.T. alien about, like, we should genocide humans to get access to their Mm. cats. 
and now a unified yeah. ET slash elf race warrior <laughs> class is coming for Earth, and ET has to come warn us. Yeah. That sets up the third movie, Jeff. Now the third movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was it takes say, a while the, to get there. It does. It does. We're, you know, really doing kind of an MCU <laughs> thing here, which is how you yeah. pitched the segment to me, which is why this yeah. is where my mind goes. Okay. The kid has mm-hmm. opposite elf powers because he wasn't supposed oh. to have access to them. So instead, right. like when he will have a scene at the beginning of the third movie where he picks some flowers for a date, but mm-hmm. by the time he gets to her door, they're all dead. <laughs> and, it, and it's hard because you know all throughout middle school and high school he was he was known as that weird kid that like bonded with an alien so girls wouldn't touch him oh god no are you kidding no <laughs> he has to be homeschooled there's no way that kid survives definitely not in a public school i don't know if he went to public no. or private in the movie but no that's that, that kid's dead if he goes to public school <laughs> It's at least wedgie in Swirly City, you know what I mean? It's worse than that, I think. I, oh. You know, the xenophobia is up a little bit in the town, I think. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, maybe he can't. His phone. He can't use the cell work. Yeah, <laughs> he can't use phones at all. Every time he picks up a phone, he goes. They go. Everyone goes. Phone home. Phone home. I meant the phone dies on him because he could use a toy phone to call home. <laughs> so the opposite powers is he can't use that technology at all. But also, people mercilessly mock him. Yeah, so he grows up yeah. kind of a fucking outsider. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, no wonder he turns to genocide. It, well, maybe he doesn't do that. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But maybe uh, also, uh, well, well, we can maybe save on to save that. Maybe the mm. woman he's seeing is actually a uh, government agent. They have to keep tab- they have to keep tabs oh. on him. You have to. Yeah. Um, who knows what changes were made to his DNA right. in his body during this whole process. Right. So maybe when he shows up at her doorstep with flowers that are dying, she starts to mm-hmm. suspect he has opposite ET powers. <laughs> now the government's on to him. <laughs> What's the opposite of making bikes fly? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good question. He can, he can, any vehicle he's in can submerge underwater yeah. and he can help it move around in a little air bubble. That's pretty good. That's that's good. Still useful. Or maybe he can he can like ground yeah. planes. <laughs> like nothing can fly. Um, mm-hmm. I say why not both? Maybe, maybe you know, both. I say give maybe him both, both those. I don't know what other ET powers exist, but he's got the opposite of them. Yeah, I mean, he could ET healed wounds. Oh, this kid can cause. Oh, so when he gets angry at people, maybe they get sick. This kid's gonna be a yeah, real his problem. His life is dark too. That doesn't mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> does not sound good for him. Does E.T. make it to Earth first to warn him? Oh, yeah. That's how you up the stakes. There's your comp- that's your first complication is, mm-hmm. you know, here's this kid's shitty life. I, maybe he's a teen mm-hmm. or maybe in his early 20s. I don't know. He's got to be older than – he was a kid in the movie, right? Yeah, he was like middle school right. age. Um, so definitely definitely more more years on him than mm-hmm. that. We don't need to see all the bullying, but it has to be implied, you know? It has to be – so he has to look like he's had a rough well, life. Well, so E.T. gets here. Yeah, no, we can do a flashback when mm-hmm. E.T. gets here. And he's like, you again. Like, the kid's not happy yeah. to see him initially. Yeah. He's like, do you know what happened last time you we were here? I was bullied. I can't use mm-hmm. the phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and phones have only gotten more prominent. Oh, definitely. He's, he would love to be playing Candy Crush. <laughs> no, I love Candy, E.T. 
can't play that game now. <laughs> you get a flashback, maybe uh, just some quick shots of him getting bullied. Yeah. Like E.T. Flash, E.T. uses a mind thing to have him, like, remember, you know, when they were saying goodbye, how much they care for each other. And then the kid's just like, well, what about this? And then this quick flashback of him getting bullied and shit. Ooh, that's good. We can reuse scenes from the first movie, yeah. too. Really good nostalgia mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's smart, Jeff. That's smart. Yeah. And maybe eventually they just settle on. The kid's like, all right, I'll help you. But after that, we're done. So it's a little bit. They're rediscovering mm-hmm. their bond. Yeah, they, they've, they've got to reconnect, you know. It feels like when the other aliens get here, the kid's just going to kill them all. He's going to use, he's gonna use his anti-ET <laughs> powers to just, like, destroy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is key. He is key. To, to, is there a scene where they try to round up cats to protect them? or I don't, I don't know how they would do that, so probably not. How do you... <laughs> I don't think the concern is that the cats will die. I think it's the concern is that they want mm-hmm. to exterminate the human race to get to the cats. Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. that's true. I suppose that's true. Maybe L8 has a cat now. It's his only friend. Oh, yeah. And he's like, what? That, yeah. Like that. His girlfriend, his government agent girlfriend put a bug on the cat, so she hears the conversation between him and E.T. Oh, yeah. And now she's on the fence. Like, she has to call it into the government, but she didn't really understand the depth of the effect that E.T. had on this kid. Yeah. Damn. It's really kind of a character study. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I like that. Um, How how does it resolve? How how, how do we... I think it's... uh, I think we can just do an Independence Day thing where they show up with big saucers Mm -hmm. and the kid and E.T. fly in on Mm -hmm. a ship. Maybe... The government, of course, has access to an alien ship that the, the yeah, government agent from girlfriend, before. yeah, lets, mm-hmm. lets them into. Like they have to break into that compound, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they all fly the ship. And they, you know, the kids like, if you take one more step, Alf, I'll fucking turn you. I'll disintegrate you with my anti ET powers. <laughs> yeah. It, in Independence Day, don't they use like a like a MacBook to to hack the oh, aliens' computer system? They definitely do. Yeah, take they it offline. They definitely do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Is there anything a Mac isn't compatible with? I mean, man. Uh, I mean, that always made me feel like <laughs> Mac was a plant, an alien plant. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this time, you know, they take a good old, you know, Windows computer or an Android thing in there, really take the whole oh, thing we'll down. Do, we'll do a ton of product placement. We'll sell way out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> For this, I barely remembered E.T. I got it right just because it's a simple story for children. It's a bit like a Razor. It'll be a Razor computer. I hear those are, yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. What if it's an Alienware? Oh, my God. Perfect. How do, yeah. It's Alienware. Of course. Of course it'll connect to their ship. This is an Alienware. And they all have a good laugh. Yeah. And the camera just stays on the Alienware logo for like a solid 25 seconds. Oh, hell yeah. Well, the characters themselves talk about how good the Alienware is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alienware will put out a special edition uh, E.T. logo uh, housing for a computer. Definitely. Yeah, the case is, choose a side, yeah, E.T. or Elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or combine them together for even more power. You know? Yeah, whatever the name of the predecessor alien yeah. race that they both come from. We'll name it in the movie, just so Razor <laughs> has the chance for the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Klingons. They're both descended from Klingons. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody's used that word before. So, 
<laughs> I just now came up with it. You're welcome. You know, you know that they they, uh, they split after this whole whole fiasco up in space. There was a big big Star War. You know? <laughs> yep, the Klingons fight in a big Star War, <laughs> and uh... you can read all about it in the, in the X Files. Oh, we we have to have an appearance by um, the X Files mm. actors whose names I do know, but I want to give you the chance to say. Oh yeah, David Duchovny and Jillian Jacobs. Yeah. It was Jillian Anderson, but you you nailed it, Jillian Anderson. That was for you. That was know, for you to correct I me. I know. We just we just it's just you know it's a little give and take. So if anybody <laughs> out there is wondering how to do a sporadic and not very good podcast, it's a little give and take. A little give and takes how it works. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, because we really capitalize on that. Definitely. You know? um, X Files. Maybe um, Brian Posehn, right? He could be in it. He likes nerd stuff. Remember him? You remember when yeah. he was in like nerd stuff sometimes? Because he was a nerdy his comedy. Yeah. And talked about nerd stuff. Him and the other guy, who's the shorter, yeah. fatter one. Horatio? Oh no, you're talking about yeah. Oswald? Yeah. Who is Horatio? Okay. Horatio Sands was in The Mandalorian recently, and so was well. Brian Poussin was in it at a for a shorter Who's period. Horatius? He's a uh, SNL most known for. But he's a comedian. Horatio. Yeah, I don't know him. He's good. He's good. Oh, did he do a lot of stuff with the other guy who's a talk show? The guy who's not funny. Guy, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that sounds right. Hmm. I, I'm usually a little sharper on comedy because I watch a lot of stand-up, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking comes about. To. They, they did, like, a yeah, Boston yeah. Guys sketch sometimes. I believe yeah. so, yeah. <clears throat> I, I might be remembering it wrong, but I know who the actor is. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm at panels. I don't know why we spent so long <laughs> on ratios. <laughs> he's good, he's good. All right. I mean, he could be in the... I don't um, care. He could be in the movie. Let's get them all in there. It's all way out. Yeah. <laughs> it's an open casting call for comedians, you know? We need regular-looking people. Maybe, you know? Yeah, maybe there's a segment. Um, just say the kid goes on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His mom was really trying to trying to squeeze all, for all he's worth. Yeah, needed the money. Out of, out of this experience. Needed yeah, the money. Yeah. obviously, she was a single mother because... They, she was separated with her husband. Yeah, and I mean, so. that movie took place in the eighties, so yeah, probably Oof. during or post Reagan cuts, mm. right? So, yeah, Oof. dark times. Mm. But thankfully, Reagan saved America and the economy, so nothing bad ever happened again. No. Yeah, oh, sorry. Um, let, me, let me do a call back here. The official <laughs> stance of the Heads Up Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree, I disagree with your statement, but let's continue. <laughs> Let us continue. My sarcastic statement about how Reagan saved everything. Don't backpedal. Okay. Right. Don't backpedal. All right. Don't backpedal. You love Reagan. He's <laughs> an American hero. Um, <laughs> okay, I think the third one was pretty much fleshed out. You know. Oh, that's, got, the, that's like, <clears throat> we've made the main trilogy. I don't know if, there want, if mm-hmm. you want there to be any other... Um, oh, offshoots. I mean, we, we we've got the main trilogy down. All right, but I feel I feel like we're underutilizing mm. the most famous person to come from these movies, and that's Drew Barrymore. 
you know. Oh, she the little girl that I said became famous? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You, you can't take a – you got to at least try to get the most famous person from these movies. Well, she stars in, like, Adam you know, Sandler comedies now, so I don't think it'll be hard to get her. <laughs> <clears throat> right? She was in that dating one? Like, yeah. come on. Yes. Yeah, she was in Fifty First Dates with Adam Sandler. Oh, she was also in uh, that that Fenway one with Jimmy Fallon. Right? I Jimmy Fallon don't even know Fenway that one. one. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, they... <laughs> Jimmy Fallon likes baseball or something. They go to those games with the Red Sox. I, I don't remember what it's called. Fenway's where they play. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like the Fenway Boy. Is probably that sounds like a Jimmy Fallon movie. <laughs> the Fenway Boy. I'm just okay. a normal Boston guy. I like going to Fenway. <laughs> Whoa, that girl's real pretty, dude. <laughs> I fell in love and learned a life lesson, and now the movie's over. Like, boom, done. He he only agrees to be in movies where he can break character. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, really, we can take as it's as many takes as you want. It's not live. The we record everything first, and then we take the best. Yeah, we can shoot through this. You can just laugh, look at the camera, yeah. and then, then you have you have to move on, Jimmy. Fever pitch, fever pitch is what it was called. Fever pit. I um, thought that was the one where the kid mm-hmm. breaks his arm and then he can throw the baseball real fast. Um, that's that's rookie of the year. Ah, um. uh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Testing your baseball movie knowledge. No, ba- no, rookie I'm, of the year is the one where I'm a big sports guy. Yeah, I know you. That's why I'm. Uh, you know, we're playing a little game here, but the, the listeners should know you're a big sports guy. Yeah, Gretzky, you love him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, rookie of the Year. The Wainster? No, Rookie of the Year mm-hmm. is the one where the guy builds the baseball field in his backyard. Yeah, that's Field of Dreams. And there's ghosts. For sure. Feel, yeah, Field of Dreams. There's no. No. That's not it. Yeah. You're think, uh, maybe you're thinking of Angels in the Outfield, where a, a kid, Angels help a kid's baseball team? Um, I think you're thinking of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think you're thinking of Major League. Is that a movie? Um, That's just the name of a kind of sport. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the name of um, of a satirical baseball movie, Ugh. like like The Naked Gun, but uh, about baseball. Let's, let's back up a second. I 100 mm-hmm. percent guarantee you that that movie is nothing like The Naked Gun. <laughs> Uh, Sensibility-wise, not not as, okay. as far as uh, quality. Naked Gun but, movies were fucking fantastic. I'm sorry. It's it's the scary movie uh, of baseball movies. That makes much more sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> much more sense. So, well, let's get back on. I mean, I, I'm tired of you showing off your sports knowledge. Yeah. E.T. Drew Barrymore. How was she affected? What does her character do? We need we need a strong female lead movie. Well, I think maybe um, E.T. makes her get into an accident that causes her to wake up each day and think that it's the same day. <laughs> she doesn't remember anything. Okay. And then, you know, a goofy but lovable guy falls for her. We'll call it... Do you want the actual name? Or? Memento. We'll call it Memento. <laughs> Memento. She gets a bunch of tattoos all over mm-hmm. her arms and legs yeah. to remember stuff. Yeah, she was so young when E.T. came... That she she kind of she kind of thinks, and her mother makes her kind of believe that it didn't really happen to try to make her more normal than her brother. Yeah, um, 
And so once, you know, when, when E.T. comes back or something, maybe she has to go through her own kind of reconcile, I th- reconciliation. I think it would help if, is this a separate movie? She's not like. Yeah, I mean, it can hit, time frame can be similar. Yeah, it could be like the same movie, time yeah. frame as the third movie. So that's, I was going to say, we need to establish mm-hmm. how long after, mm-hmm. how much time has passed. Because if it's like seven or eight years, she's like still mm-hmm. in her teens. Yeah. But if it's like, if it's been 20 years and the kid's like, I don't know how old middle school kids are. The kid's got to be like in his early 30s then. Mm-hmm. She'd be in her like mid-20s, right? Yeah. Because if that's what it is, then maybe she has like a government job. Oh, okay, okay. Like whatever she does, like they made it to, they wanted they wanted to keep yeah. eyes on her. Just yeah. in case. I mean, it's a little, it's a little risky not making her uh, run a bakery or write for a magazine mm-hmm. but i like it mm-hmm. i like it <laughs> maybe she works for a bakery in the fbi building <laughs> yeah. she she runs a coffee shop right in, right inside the lobby of the fbi yeah building. and so this uh, would definitely be a 90s love story i guess we're making a love story movie now in the et universe is what it sounds like yeah <gasps> what if oh my god no she can be the christmas tie-in movie where she leaves okay. the big city to go back to where her mom used to live, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Her mom's never been able to sell. Th- oh, her mom's never been able to sell that house, and she's a big city real estate person. So she comes back oh, to her damn. small town to sell the house for her mom, where she meets mm-hmm. a folksy, down to earth man who shows her the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Listen, I, I I love that Hallmark money. Here we I come. Love that. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> what does the man do? Maybe he he runs a Christmas tree farm. Where the 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 kid? Oh, definitely a Christmas tree farm. Of course, a Christmas tree farm. He <laughs> okay. So her brother, the ET kid, mm. um, kills flowers with his powers. Yeah, that kid had friends that knew about ET, right? Uh, his brother's friends did. Yeah. Okay, his older brother and their friends. Yeah. He didn't really have any his own friends, which is a little weird, but yeah. Maybe the, um, okay, so one of his brother's friends mm-hmm. has, like, a younger brother. And the, that younger brother grew up on Tales. This guy was like, uh, we definitely saw an alien. There's totally aliens mm-hmm. in the world. Here's where it happened. So yeah, that guy has bought up the land where the ship landed mm-hmm. the first time. And he runs a Christmas tree farm mm-hmm. out of it. But he also secretly is kind of waiting for more aliens to show up. Okay, okay, yeah. He's got, like, a whole barn full of, like, blurry photos and, and yarn, and the, red yarn, yeah. connecting different pictures. And, and the product placement food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he, he's got he's got a lot of it, like, a lot of it right, but he's got some crazy theories that are, like, way off and kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, maybe it can be half a Hallmark holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Where he teaches her the true meaning of Christmas, so that she gives up her big city job and huge paycheck to, I guess, cook for this mm-hmm. guy. I guess it's some sort of weird conservative fantasy <laughs> where powerful women yeah. are subdued by folksy ag- agricultural. Yeah. Okay. But the but the birth of Jesus is so special. <laughs> um. I don't understand. You're you're a white woman. You, yeah. you don't want to just live for me, yeah. the man. <laughs> That's the true meaning of Christmas. But like, would it help 
for a month straight if we listen to the same song done by 20 different artists. <laughs> so it's half that and half horror mm. movie because there is an alien yeah. that is in town and it remembers this, mm. this, this, or like maybe she has a residual imprint of E.T. in her mind. Yeah. So it's stalking her. Maybe, maybe E.T. laid like one egg. Oh, it's like a, oh, it's a, like a like, feral E.T. Because it wasn't raised, yeah. but it's also a genetic mutant. Yeah, so it's like it's it's like it's been feral. It's been trying to you know live in the sewers or in the woods, and so she keeps seeing it. Because out in the woods by the Christmas tree farm, I saw it if you laid the egg out by the ship. Something disappeared yeah. into those trees, those Christmas mm-hmm. trees. <laughs> that's good because she could've can been, run down the road. Been an angel. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's perfect, Jeff. That's a great idea. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, nah, I've run this Christmas tree farm for a decade, and I ain't never seen mm-hmm. nothing out there. Christmas is the most important holiday. Mm-hmm. Come have dinner with me and my family. <laughs> you'll, you'll, well, he's a he's he's a widower. You'll find you'll find your sure. place, woman. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, li- and it's living got... for me. It's not living in the city, earning your own money. <laughs> Don't you worry. I've already got one small kid. And a dog. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And the dog takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, she doesn't like it when the dog comes up and licks her, but mm-hmm. grows on her. Mm-hmm. It's like a comedy moment. Yeah. Then maybe the dog yeah, dies yeah. defending her, and the ET creature eats it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they get a taste for dog. <laughs> All domestic. No domestic animals are safe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I had a cat before we got the dog, but damn thing must have run off. <laughs> That's the opening scene of the movie is we see a cat yeah. just walking through the woods and then all of a sudden E.T. hand grabs it. Just, yeah. Creepy, yeah. That's good. I'd watch that movie too. Yeah. A, hor- a horror Hallmark Christmas film? Yeah, amazing. We have the best ideas. I know. Best ideas. Any more movies they, they, or um, have we done? We've done a trilogy, no. a one-off. I'm sure there's more movies, but who's got the time? Yeah, the, yeah, I can't think of any. I mean, sure. Do do they capture a bunch of these aliens? Put them on an island? Yeah. Do they charge admission? I was sure. I was figuring after the big ships came down at the end of the third movie, right? There's some yeah. ETs and Alf still around, so the governments mm-hmm. of the world mm-hmm. can gather them up, but. They're yeah. too dangerous for any one government to study them alone. Yeah. So uh, a secret coalition, you know, they, they mm. put them all on an island for experimentation. Yeah. Power goes out. Yeah. They escape. They escape. They yeah, for yeah, sure. It's, it's uh, for sure. Mel, Melnock Island. <laughs> Melnock Park. Melnock Island. Melnock Park. What is, is that the name of his planet? Melnock, yeah. Melnock. Melnick Park. Good. Thank you. It was. Candy, no transitions. Yeah. What'd you eat this week? Uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't have a chance to eat any candy either this week, but uh, uh, <laughs> it's Thursday, Jeff. I don't believe you haven't had any candy this week. <laughs> Nothing that we haven't already talked about. You know what I mean? Fair. Um so I was thinking we'll just talk Reese's pieces since we talked E. T. You know? That was the product placement candy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to get them back, or 
Are we going to get him back from the yeah. movies? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They show up everywhere in those movies. Oh, that that's just my Christmas candy bowl. I fill it with Reese's yeah. Pieces because it's a holiday. It's an all-year candy, but they're especially good yeah. around the holidays. We're going to make Reese's Pieces ornaments where we glue these into shapes of Santa around styrofoam balls. Yeah, help my kid do it. I'm, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I want the kid, I want, yeah. I want the woman that's present to help my kid she, do it. Yeah. She's, she's got a, she's allergic to chocolate, so this is the only kind of candy she can oh, really perfect. have. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. You know, she's never, she hasn't been the same since her mom died. Um. We could definitely write a Hallmark movie. Because <laughs> these, these people, they, their wives either had to have died or they have to be in the middle of a marriage. And that that woman has to be a stone cold. Oh, bitch. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no room. There's no room no. for things not working out. And they're both being nice and reasonable people. There's no room for it. No. <laughs> anyway, Reese's Pieces. How long has it been, Sean? How long has it been for you since you've had a oh, Reese's Oh, a long pieces? time. Uh, they're not that great. Reese's Piece. No, I mean, I, I'm a fan. You Too know, sweet, overly sugary. Mm, that's. I think that's what I like about them. <laughs> I'd rather have the uh, M M&M, and M peanut butter M and M's. They are. Those are good because yeah. they're salty. Yeah, they got the chocolate in there. Yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. But the so it's a good time and place for a piece, though. Reese's Piece. Oof. Give me a handful I of those. Just, I, don't, I just don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't know it. I, I'm not. I just. Yeah. I just ding dang don't like them. <laughs> they're fine. They're 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 yeah. uh, middle of the road for me, definitely. Sure, but it's like after sure. you have a handful, it's just like, oh, okay. Why don't I just eat sugar? I guess. I guess I, I can see that, but they're they're still top top shelf for me. Um, I like that they they've maintained this not really like colorful color scheme. It's just that brown, the yellow, and the orange. But like. How do you get kids to like that? You gotta, you gotta have those neon colors or whatever, but they they stuck to it, you know. That's fair, but I think they stuck to it because they were already like an established name. They didn't. Yeah, but I mean, M and M's adds colors, you know. Every yeah, so often, it takes colors out. I've never even seen Reese's Pieces make like special editions for holidays that are different colors. You know what I mean? Well, I think they focus on the cups for that, right? Like, there's the Easter eggs. Mm. Yeah, they just make random blobs. Yeah, there's different shapes. <laughs> tell you it's a, a tree or a pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, the bat for the Batman movies? Mm. I didn't see that. It looked a lot like the Christmas tree. No, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> the hearts the hearts for Valentine's Day? Yeah, see, they, they all of their energy goes yeah. into that. Yeah. Eggs for Easter. Yeah, the wigs for President's Day? Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> um, so great. I don't like, I don't love... The, the you know the trees for Arbor Day. I really just think they're rehashes from mm. the Christmas ones. But yeah, it's a little much. A little much. <laughs> you know, pick a different shape. <laughs> then all then all got to be pine. I mean, oak or a birch. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just make another mold. Make just one more mold. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> well, what holiday could Reese's Pieces really really dominate that they're not dominating? You know what I mean. Uh, that's a great question. You know, when you think of this holiday, you should think Reese's Pieces. I don't think there is one. I don't think their color scheme allows for it. Mm. But if they start changing up the colors, they're going to look like a bunch of assholes. Yeah. 
Because some people tell me that, you know, different colored M&Ms taste different, but they definitely yeah, don't. Yeah, they definitely don't. You know? I don't know who tells you that. <laughs> it's, it's been said. I like the yellow ones. They taste better. Like, uh, they taste the same. Yeah, they, they taste, taste the exact same. But I wonder if I wonder if they changed the colors on these pieces. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't taste <clears throat> the same. Nope. That's, no. Can't be true. Can't be true. No. Can't be true. You can't just change the color. You got to change the flavor. That's what determines mm. how it tastes. <laughs> they don't even mess with like the size of the Reese's pieces. You know, like you can get the big cups, for the Reese's cups. You can get <clears throat> mini oh, peanut butter cups, but you don't. You don't just get one like large piece. You don't get like a Reese's piece that's like the size of a like a spree. You know. I think that's a missed opportunity. Do you think it's a, the balance between the candy shell and the inside, whatever it is, sugar paste? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a way you can kind of keep up ratios or even change it a little bit to make it, you know, better, you know? They could do it. They're, they're afraid. I think they're afraid to do anything with Reese's Pieces. I mean, if it works, it works. Like, mm. why mess with a good thing? Do you remember recently when they started putting Reese's Pieces into peanut butter cups? I saw an advertisement for it, but I've never had one, I don't think, because they're gross. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the same peanut butter, so it's like candy shells with different kind of peanut butter in it. It, it didn't taste good. Yeah. It ruined the, the cup for me. Um, but I think, I think that's, that's the one way they've been trying to innovate with the pieces is stick it into other candies. Um, I don't think that's going to work. I mean, they're... Yeah, they're they're owned by Hershey's, so they could put it into into anything, really. But I think that just that, I think maybe they've got them in a Hershey bar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're stuck. They're stuck with them. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're stuck with them. I think they make them because people probably buy them, and they're just like this. I yeah, buy this them. is fine. Yeah, you buy them. See. Do you think if E.T. didn't repopularize them in the 80s that they wouldn't be around? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I You know, I, I, don't think, I don't think the decade matters. <laughs> oh, shit. It looks like uh, the, the Mars Candy Bar Company rejected the product placement for M&M's and E.T. And then Spielberg was like, all right, let's talk to Hershey then, see what they're up to. Yeah. And Reese's Pieces were there. That's smart. Yeah. Like I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. In 2010, the Hershey Company expanded the pieces line to include York Peppermint Patty pieces, Hershey's Special Dark pieces, and Almond Joy pieces? Yeah. What the fuck? Does that mean just small versions of those candies, or...? I, I don't know. I'm not looking at what you're looking at. It didn't make sense to me either. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I think, I think Reese's Pieces just work fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you said it right away. Middle, it's a middle-of-the-road candy, but... Is, well, to me, you said top of the line. Yeah. I mean, I like them. I like them. But as far as, like, history, I'm not finding a lot of history on them. They just seem... They seem fine. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Were they included in any kind of war effort? Probably not. Well, this was, this was, they made these after the peanut butter cups to try to capitalize on the success of the peanut butter cup. Why wouldn't you capitalize on it? Sure. 
Oh, I see Wikipedia has a picture of a broken up piece. It's the anatomy. <laughs> Subtitle. Of yellow Reese's Pieces. Yeah, anatomy of a yellow <laughs> Reese's piece. Okay. It looks just like the brown one and the orange one, I think, but... I'm sure it does. I'll tell you, on Hershey's own website, the reviews are in. Overall, it's four and a quarter stars. Taste is a 4.8. Out of five? So, yeah. Okay. That's important. <laughs> Out of 20. <laughs> um, these are, uh, the, some of these reviews are tough. Somebody couldn't open the bag. You know, someone got one disgusting Reese's Pieces and will not eat it again. No second chances with that guy. Yeah, he's done. He's done. Oh yeah, they, they've they've into, they have like snack mixes now. Have you ever seen the different Hershey's products that made it into snack mixes? No. They basically just package like you know, like a trail mix, but it's mostly candy. Whether it's you know Hershey's Kisses or Reese's Pieces and peanut butter cups with like peanuts and pretzel pieces. Mm. It's not bad. Uh, that's not what we're talking about, though. So. <laughs> Well, they put the Reese's Pieces in them, you know? Yeah, but you can't... I mean, if you want us to grade, like, <laughs> trail mix, we can do that. That's true. It's got to be the trail mix. <laughs> That's true. Is it trail mix without raisins? It's got to have, like, a raisin in there or a craisin or something that's mixed with a raisin, right? Well, I don't... I don't know. I think it's just got to be a mix of small, shitty food that you can carry and eat on the trails. Yeah. But isn't, isn't trail mix also referred to as gorp? I don't know. I'm not really big on like, trail mix. Again, a place like, Brett could have come in handy. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. I think it's like good, good old raisins and peanuts. Brett, Brett you're going to have to correct me on this. Um, on the air. So, on the air, please. We'll take your answer on the air. Yeah, on the air next time. Um, yeah. But anyway, you're right. You're right. I mean, I can't see them in any wars... If if they have been, they've been scrubbed from the internet. Yeah, I'm sure um, they airdropped these into Vietnam. You know, we've been putting candy companies on blast for years now, and they might be getting wise and, and finding products that we haven't reviewed yet and just cleaning up their profiles. Yeah, they're st- now they're staying um, one step ahead of us. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's where we're back at it, you know. we got to... We're going to find the truth, you know. Yeah, we saw information disappearing off the internet in Joe Biden's America, mm-hmm. so we had to really step forward. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Jeff's favorite sites are going offline, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's the candy of a real patriot, okay? Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm just I'm being censored. Being censored. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It's a good reference. That's <laughs> a good reference. I know what you're talking about, so that's good. Oh fuck! I think that's, I think those may be the only thoughts I have on Reese's Pieces. I didn't I didn't realize I was gonna be so straightforward about it, but they are a simple uncomplicated candy mm-hmm. you like it or you don't or you kind of like it which is what I do yeah you either like it or you don't like it or you're okay with it 
or you've never had it. Or another option, or you feel a different way about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, why don't they make Reese's Pieces with the peanut butter cup, peanut butter in there? What are they, what are they afraid of? That's a good question. Once, I mean, ask that question when some of your favorite sites start coming back online. <laughs> poll, poll the people and see uh, see what you can get. I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there to my fellow freedom fighters. Yeah, um, your patriots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just. They take so many risks with other candies, but the only thing they do with Reese's Pieces is stick it in other things. They don't have a, a, a Reese's Pieces peanut butter and jelly mix. You know what I mean? They don't have a different kinds of peanut butter in there. They don't have different colors. That's They're scared. They're not scared. You're reading too far into it, so I'm ending the podcast. <clears throat> it's just a serviceable candy. They know what it is. They don't. They don't want to draw too much attention to it because it doesn't hold up under scrutiny. <laughs> well, I was trying. I was trying to get you going, but I did, it, it had the opposite yeah. effect. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's serviceable candy. It's nothing more. Nothing more than that. Yeah, you buy it at the movies right. for a hundred dollars to shut some kids up. Boom. That's what You're it's right. for. You're right. This has been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. There's a whole bunch of websites just going to tell you about now because I don't remember them. Oh, yeah. We're, we're at Heads Up Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're, we're Heads Up Pod at gmail.com. You know, if you want to share any thoughts about what we've discussed today, I don't, I don't or, think or, you have or to. Reach, reach out for things. Just, just put it there. I you know? I don't think you have to, though. You can just keep your thoughts to yourself. You can, though. You, you can if you want. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, heads, no. Heads yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a lot of audience engagement, but I, I don't really care. I don't, I don't, yeah. Your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so the audience knows. I don't, I don't If you want your opinion shut down like mine on this podcast, please write to headsuppod at gmail.com. Jeff, their, um, their opinions won't get shut down because I won't read them. Okay? <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read them to you. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> you know, if you if you want to if you want to uh, heads up merchandise, it's heads up It's t shirts there. Yeah, buy our shit. Um, Christ's sake, <laughs> stickers. Economy's in a downturn. Thanks, Biden. Yeah. <laughs> and Sean, do you want to give out your OnlyFans handle here? Or? Nah. Okay. It's private. I should have an OnlyFans. It's a great point, though, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Do weird shit on there. <laughs> Yeah, I did once float the idea of running Dungeons and Dragons games on mm-hmm. like one of those sites. <laughs> People could pay to have like different characters do things. It's, I mean, there's a way to leverage that's that. Something. There's a way to leverage that, mm-hmm. but not sexually. Yeah. But for Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> I might not be the man to figure it out. But now that the idea is out there in yeah. the world. You know, maybe someone yeah, already is, there. and I just don't know about it. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. You know, <laughs> the internet's a vast place. Vast things. But how did the <laughs> podcast is over now? Do I stop recording? What? Oh, uh, you have to, you have to you have to say the phrase that ends. Oh, it. oh, yeah, yeah. I did this last time. Hmm. We're, I had to think of it. Yeah. We're popping off.
Toodles. Sean Cardi B is the Steven Spielberg of journalism. <laughs> <laughs>